live from the Charlie Pete Studios, this is The Ellen Taylor Show. Hello and welcome to it, season number two of The Ellen Taylor Show. My name is Ellen Taylor and I want to thank you for letting me show up imperfectly to this. Um, Also, no offense to my friend Nick who voiced that beautiful intro, but I am thinking I need a new intro to this podcast. If you make things like that, if you can produce something like that, hit me up. Don't go to the website because the website's down. Uh, Maybe just slide into my DMs. There are so many things right now that are completely imperfect. And if I'm being 100% honest, I think I have started and restarted recording this podcast more times than I can count. It's embarrassing for a professional like me to have to restart these many times. But I feel anxious about coming back with anything less than perfection. And so me just recording this and getting it out there is an act of self-love. And I don't wanna be all cringy about it, I don't wanna be weird, but I've been really, really focusing hard and being very intentional with being nice to myself first, which sounds, it's not this foreign, weird thing, concept, but for me, for whatever reason, it took me all of this time to realize that Taking care of yourself first does not make you selfish. And I'm practicing that. And uh, showing up here imperfectly is weird and uncomfortable for me because, again, if you've also known me for longer than five seconds, you know that I am a perfectionist. And if I can't do something perfectly right off the bat, then I just don't do it. But I am here, and I'm so thankful that you're here too because I feel most at home in front of the camera talking to you like this. And it feels really nice to not come home to an empty house. So thank you for being here. I have spent the last way too long since season one, and honestly, even before that too, trying to make things great. And the way, wanted to get things back on track. March, 2020 for a lot of us, probably everybody, am I right? Uh, Life can took a wild turn, it spiraled out of control, whatever. Take away the pandemic, the stuff that happened to me, and again, this is not a competition by any means, but some of us went through things that the pandemic was not even like the top three worst things that happened to us, right? Again, not a competition, um, but the things that happened to me over the last almost three years on their own would have ripped me to shreds. The fact that they happened back to back to back and during a global pandemic, uh, honestly, I don't know how I'm still standing, but I'm very proud that I am. But with that being said, I'm not the same person that I was then. I'm different now. I don't know who this person is. I'm definitely not done transforming and changing yet. And I felt like the only way to come back for season two of the Ellen Taylor show was to come back with all of the answers. And I've got none. And I hope that that's okay to share that here. I hope that's comforting or maybe you relate to that. I don't know. I've I've got none of the answers and maybe that's my answer. My answer is I've got no answers, but I am forcing myself to come back because again, I feel comfortable at home and this is self care for me doing this podcast. But earlier today, I was feeling a lot of anxiety not an unusual feeling for me. So I stopped by the bookstore and the bookstore takes me back to my dad. Growing up, my dad would take my sister and I to Barnes and Noble bookstore, Schuler bookstores. If you're from Grand Rapids, you know, and 
he would let us pick out books and I would get a lot of books because my parents are first generation, right? So English is their second language. And my dad always said, if I could read English better and quicker and easier, I would enjoy reading books more. But since you guys can here, go do it. And so for whatever reason, even as an adult, I go to the bookstore to just kind of take my mind off of things to get lost in the books and the covers and figuring out which one is going to speak to me. And this book spoke to me. It's called Homebody, ironically enough, but it's by a poet and poem poetry doesn't normally speak to me, but again, knew me. Right. Uh, and this one did. And I recognized her name. I'm not going to say it correctly. And I feel terrible. Rupi Kaur, Kaur. R-U-P-I-K-A-U-R. I've seen a lot of her poems turn into memes, good motivational memes on Instagram. So I definitely recognized her name and I grabbed this book and for whatever reason it spoke to me. And, and I honestly, I read it to cover to cover today. And this one in particular, this poem really, really spoke to me. And I, she says what I mean a lot better than me and very succinctly. And I think that maybe you'll be able to relate to this. So if you don't mind... Let me read you an excerpt from the book Homebody. We think we are lost while our fuller found and complete selves are somewhere in the future. We get on our hands and knees thinking self-improvement will help us reach them. But this finding ourselves bullshit is never going to end. I'm tired of putting off living until I have more information on who I am. I'm a new person every month, always becoming and unbecoming, only to become again. Our fuller selves are not off in the future. They're right here in the only moment that exists. I don't need fixing. I will be searching for answers my whole life, not because I'm a half-formed thing, but because I'm brilliant enough to keep growing. Everything necessary to live a vivid life already exists in me. I am complete simply because I am imperfect. Thank you for letting me show up imperfectly. Thank you to Rupi Kaur. I want all of your books. I even picked up, she has, um, I didn't get a chance to delve into it because I had a podcast to record, but I even picked up a book of hers that has her poems and it's like intertwined with some journal prompts. I've always wanted to be a journaler. I have stopped myself from doing it because I can't do it perfectly. Again, we're sensing a theme here, right? Um, so I picked that up too. Not a plug, I get, but a plug. Not, not an ad, that's what I meant, not an ad, but a plug nonetheless. So um, yes, love that. We have a lot of things to catch up on and uh, a lot of talk about where to go and uh, a, lot of, a little bit of advice, of course, also to share as well. So let's rewind a little bit and talk about where we were when we left off the Ellen Taylor show. I needed to take a break from the podcast because I was moving. I didn't know at the time whether I was going to Los Angeles or Seattle um, and... I obviously wound up coming out to Seattle. The reason why I was going to maybe go out to LA, the reason why I was going to move to either city was because I was up for jobs at local television stations in both of those cities. Um, LA didn't work out for reasons beyond my control. I'm totally okay with the fact that it didn't work out, but just knowing that I was up for a job in Los Angeles in morning, like local morning news was a big deal to me. And I am very proud of my, it was very validating, I should say. But the job that I really wanted was back in Seattle. And I don't want to get too deep into the weeds about what happened because um, I obviously last second didn't get that job. I was promised that job by a very, very good friend. So there was a lot of betrayal there. Um, also to the point where this friend not only couldn't follow through with this job that they had promised, but they were very 
instrumental in me wrapping up all of my forms of income about six months prior to the move because when you work in traditional media, television stations, radio stations, you're under contract and they don't like you to do extra things, i.e. have a podcast or own an online clothing store, right? So because um, getting this job back in Seattle was my way out of Michigan, I was going to do whatever I needed to do in order to just get out of Michigan. And that meant shutting down the podcast, shutting down my online store, until I got the contract from this job. And a week before I was supposed to move, I mean, we had talked about money. We talked about when I was going to start. In fact, this friend who was the hiring manager who we had been friends for a long time, this friend knew how deep things were. Um, even said that I was gonna be able to stay with them until I got my feet back on the ground, quote unquote. And a week beforehand, pulled the rug out from underneath me and said, sorry, we're just gonna go with someone new and fresh. Oh, I'm sorry. They didn't even say sorry. <laughs> We're going to go with someone new and fresh. And I didn't have time to think about what the hell just happened. I needed to do something. I didn't have employment to show. So how was I even going to rent an apartment if you don't have employment, right? At this point, I had been working for myself and doing well for myself for two years, but I didn't have employment records because I had wrapped everything up. So I knew that I wanted to come back to Seattle and I frantically started calling all of my friends and just said, hey, do you know somebody? Do you know somebody? Hugh, Mary, and George. I had met Mary and George. We're all around the same age and I had met them a few years ago at our mutual friend's birthday party. And I remember them vividly, one, because Mary is just the sweetest human being I have ever met in my entire life. And secondly, because George, her husband, is Greek. And of course, I'm Greek, so we talked about that. And, and you bond. When you meet someone of your same culture, if you know, you know, your family, even though you might not be, although we probably are. Anyway, it doesn't matter if we were not then, we definitely are now because they had a basement apartment that they were willing to rent to me. And I remember talking to them on the phone, explaining the situation. And George said, come on, you're my Greek sister. We would love to have you. And um, hmm, I'm not going to cry. They changed my life. Um, they changed my life in more ways than I will ever be able to repay for them. So anyway, I'm not going to cry. I packed up a U-Haul and I drove across the country and I stopped at friends places along the way. One to yes, see people, but more importantly to save some money. <laughs> um, and I, oof, that drive was hard. Cause I didn't, I was excited to come home. Sorry, ooh, I was excited to come home, but I didn't know what I was coming home to. I didn't, didn't have a job. I, was lucky it had an apartment, but it wasn't an apartment in an area that I lived. So obviously I've lived in Seattle since 2011, but this was an area that I had never lived in before. Not that it's good, bad, or indifferent. It's just not an area that I knew. Ultimately though, it wound up being the best thing because I get a fresh start in a place where I'm familiar, but not in a place where I'm drowning in the memories of who I was or what was before and what is it now. It's just, it's, it's a nice, safe fresh start. So I've been spending the last six months since I moved back to Seattle, seemingly haphazardly doing things and not knowing how they were going to come together. And somehow over the last month, I got to say, everything just kind of slammed all together. It's like, oh, here's the path forward, Ellen. This is what you're supposed to be doing with, with, you know, your personal life, your professional life, all of the things. And I'm not saying I have all of the answers, obviously, because I don't, but 
I feel for the first time, and I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, I have hope. I feel hopeful. I feel positive. And not because I feel like that's the right thing to say and not because I'm saying that to make someone else not worry about me because I know I've had friends who've worried about me over the last couple of years. I say that because I actually do feel positive and hopeful. Not that everything is going to work out the way that I want it to, but that everything is going to work out, period. It's been very nice to have you know, George and Mary upstairs and, you know, I need my businesses to get going because they need their rent, but they have two daughters that they are raising that they, you know, need to feed obviously. So I'll say that moving here and, and being around them, especially because I am now Thea Ellen, which Thea means auntie in Greek. Being around those girls, being around kids, if you're familiar at all, uh, especially for someone like me who doesn't have my own yet and without Charlie here and kind of missing that role so much, it's been very nice to have two kids, just two kids who aren't bogged down by the real world to remind you that that's what life's supposed to be. It's just supposed to be fun and pure and lovely. And I feel so lucky that I get to be here with them and see them often and reunite with my friends. I've also had a really, really good time. I was intentional about this and at first, and it just kind of sort of happened, but I've been making new friends. I wondered if I was going to be making new friends because everyone says that as an adult, it's hard to make friends and I get it, but I also can make friends with a tree. <laughs> Luckily, I have not made friends with any new trees because I've actually been meeting new people, but I wondered how that was going to happen without you know uh, the job that I had before. But I've been very lucky. I've got a good balance of people People new and old that I've met that I want to introduce you to moving forward. So I felt like this first episode back needed to be a little bit of a catch up. Um, hopefully I answered some questions that you had, not that you lost sleep over me by any means, but moving forward, I definitely want this to be more of like an outwardly focused podcast, right? One where you and I together will go and meet people and, and I want to introduce you to some of my friends and people that I found encouraging that have, you know, helped me or not. But regardless, I'm hoping that you and I together can go on this journey moving forward and figuring out how we can live our best lives, how we can relate to one another. I want to say again that I'm going to give you all of the keys that you need or be an expert in this, right? TikTok and Instagram tells you you need to be an expert in your niche in order to be successful. Well, I don't freaking have a niche, right? My expertise is just in being real. And I'm hoping that you'll come along for the ride. So um, in fact, actually, if for those of you who have been here for a while, you may remember my friend Dante. Dante was the uh, photojournalist that I worked with at the TV station and will forever be a lifelong friend of mine. He actually is supposed to be co-hosting this podcast, but I decided that I was just going to start it because if I waited for him, then I was going to kind of chicken out. So I'm hoping, Dante, you're not too mad at me and you're back on board. So a short and sweet episode, catching you up on all of the tea. Thank you for letting me come back imperfectly to the Ellen Taylor show. Let's do it again next Tuesday. Tuesday, okay? And maybe Dante will be with us. Maybe it'll be a surprise guest host. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I'm just excited to be back. And thank you for being here. And I will see you again next week. Next week. We're going to do this again next week. Yeah. We're, we're doing this next week. I'll see you then. <laughs>